Hey there, it's Kate Swoboda, also known as Kate Courageous. I'm the creator of YourCourageousLife.com, the director of the Courageous Living Coach Certification at TeamCLCC.com, and I'm the author of the book, The Courage Habit, which is available at booksellers everywhere and of course at Amazon. And as you might've guessed, I'm the host of this podcast, the Your Courageous Life podcast. We're going to talk about going after what you want and living a more courageous, emotionally resilient life. I might drop a couple of F-bombs, so don't listen with your kids in the backseat. And here we go. Hey, hey there, everybody. I have got a podcast episode today that'll be relatively short, but I gotta say, it's one that, it's one of those ones where um, once I'd learned the lesson of what I'm going to talk about in today's podcast, it was this feeling of like, man, I really wish that I had heard a podcast where somebody had laid this out for me. It probably exists and I just haven't heard it. But I was like, man, this would have been one of those ones where that message of like, actually, you're doing okay would have been really nice to have going on in the background. Today, I'm going to be talking about this idea. You are allowed to have a process. You are allowed to have a process. So here's what I mean by that. If you start doing the self-help thing for a little while, what happens is you get some tools. And I think in self-help there is still this ethos of if you logically know better, you're supposed to automatically then execute and act better. If you know better, you do better. And the piece that we so often forget is that we can logically know something, but, and I know this is going to sound a little bit woo, but here it is. You don't know it, know it, like downing your bones, know it. To logically know something and to experientially know something, these are two different things, right? Like we can know that it's very hard to go through poverty, to actually experience it though, is a very different thing. So it's kind of like that with life's hard knocks. We can know something and not really, really, really know it down to our bones. And so that's what I'm going to be talking about today. I, I'm going to kick off a little bit with a story, really. Um, there was this thing with me and another person, you know, discord, disconnections, misconnections, misunderstandings. And I was sitting there in the middle of, of all of this, you know, seeing it really clearly and knowing that in that complicated way that relationships can sometimes be that this other person, this friend was not bad and I was not bad, but that both of us were doing some kind of dance that had us just like in opposite corners of the room. Like somehow we were just like life was not conspiring (laughs) for things to come together. And the thing is, this entire time that this was all playing itself out, I knew all of the things you're quote unquote supposed to do in situations like these, right? Like when you're having a disagreement with someone or you feel disconnected, you know, you can think for yourself, what are all the things you're supposed to do? You know, in my world, you you know, what you're supposed to do is discharge your own strong emotions in advance of the conversation so that you don't like bring that negative energy into the conversation and clutter it up, and then you have a respectful conversation, you use I statements, everyone needs to own their part, 
you know, nobody's being blamed. We end with forgiveness. We have a new resolution for how to move forward. And I've done this before. And let me tell you, it's very dignified. Hashtag adulting. It's very mature. And yet in this particular situation with this particular person, the process I was in just didn't seem to want to do that. Like, like normally deciding to powerfully go, you know what, I've got conflict with this person, but I love them. Let me release some of what I've got, you know, that I'm holding on to. Let me end with some forgiveness. Let me have a resolution of some kind for how to move forward. You know, all of that is like, okay, yeah, let's do that work because it doesn't feel good to be in this place of disconnection. And somehow the process I was in just did not seem to want to do that. It felt like the process was outside of me. It's very strange. You ever been there before? I was not just doing some kind of a dance, metaphorical dance with this other human being. I was also sort of dancing with myself and with this process. And I felt like when I would check in with my body, my process would kind of whisper like, don't force a result right now. You know, don't force it right now. Just wait. It's not time yet. Just wait. Just wait. And this, this waiting, this don't force for the result or the resolution actually felt counter to a lot of my impulses, a lot of everything that I, I normally want to do, often want to do. You know, I'm a, let me fix, let me use the tools, let me explain myself and my behavior. Because surely if we just sat down and explained ourselves to each other, everything would be fine, right? So here I am and I'm stuck. Only in a weird way, it's like sitting on my hands and not doing the fix it, fix it stuff. But at the same time, feeling like, no, nope, something in me is just going, nope, 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 don't, don't do that. Nope, just sit, just wait. And I had a conversation with a dear friend of mine about what was going on. And he even encouraged me to move forward and ask this other person to have a conversation and I knew that I was not saying what I quote unquote should say when I kind of stammered, I, I just, I just don't feel drawn to that right now. It doesn't, it doesn't feel aligned. Have you ever done that before with like somebody who, you know, they're telling you, you know, you almost kind of want to impress them a little bit, you know, like, oh, you want to be so evolved for them when they're like, why don't you have the conversation? And you want to be like, yes, I know. I'm just, you know, I'm going to have the conversation. It's going to be so powerful and vision and all that. And it's, I felt a little bit like I was, I don't know, like getting a C minus on, on the self-help <laughs> scale or something. Cause I just was like, I just don't feel drawn to that right now. doesn't feel aligned. Well, part of the reason I was following this impulse around alignment is because one of the biggest things I've learned, this is like my 2018 hallelujah. When a decision is truly aligned, it actually feels aligned. I know that for some people listening, you're like, duh. But for me, this actually feels like, whoa, because I'm so used to thinking that um, there's always going to be suffering or, you know, stuff like that. And I, I mean, there may still be challenge or difficulty even when a decision is aligned. But there's also this relief, this kind of a, a, like an exhale that comes with alignment, 
knowing that your soul has rooted into the next right step. And for some reason in this situation, reaching out to have the mature, quote unquote, right conversation felt very distinctly not aligned, not right, even though it, quote unquote, should be right. Now, sitting with this felt really difficult in some ways. Um, You know, like I said, sort of antsy or ruminating. I was ruminating a lot. Um, Very much like trying to stay present upon a meditation cushion and just coming back to the breath. But at the same time, it also felt very aligned. And I've since decided that in those times when we aren't doing what we should be doing, we can take these times as our spirits, our highest wisdom, maybe wild woman within, trying to tell us that there's some kind of hard and difficult work that we need to parse through first and that will bypass that difficult work. You know, the difficult work that's like really worth it, right? The kind where it's it's difficult, but it's like, you don't want to lose the lesson that's going to come from that. And we'll bypass that difficult work if we trade it to rush for the answers. True alignment is actually far more important than answers. You know, like the answers that make all the sense and look good on paper, they're not what you really want in your life, actually. You'd really rather see, in my experience, I'll share, you'd really rather see the the other side of walking through the difficult work than rushing to the answers that look good on paper and make all the sense but just still don't feel right. So here's what emerged. What emerged from that period of sitting with, just being with in this relationship instead of rushing to try to have a conversation, do the right thing, the thing I quote unquote should, was profound. I <laughs> came head to head with a few really deep, shadowy core pieces of myself that frankly feel unwanted and unlovable. So literally not going to fix this meant that I was sitting with the the kind of devastation of this relationship that was in conflict and all my stuff of feeling unwanted and unlovable started to come up and I was like, okay, I was, I was dropping a few F-bombs, but I was like, okay, I know what to do here. What I do to process through those sorts of things is I do something called consciously crying. And if you, you know, you're listening to this on the podcast, if you go to yourcourageouslife.com um, and search for conscious crying, or if you Google um, your courageous life and conscious crying, you should be able to find it pretty easily. Um, so I spent some time just consciously crying with those pieces, these pieces of me that feel unwanted and unlovable and feeling their pain. And then that led to just this quiet questioning, like, huh, I'm curious about this. Why have I made myself a contestant in some kind of self-help Olympics, you know, rushing to execute a series of moves that were all right while trying to bypass my actual lived experience, bypass, deny myself the process that I was clearly craving, which was not to rush to a conversation with this person. I needed space. I needed silence. I needed time to think. Something didn't feel right. And I I needed to have a process that honored that fact. Can you relate? 
Just think about that for yourself. How many times in your own life have you ever denied yourself a process? How many times have you rushed past the process and traded being in, sorting through what you really feel to get to the quick answers? Or I've definitely done this before to please someone else who really wanted me to arrive somewhere faster. Like they had arrived at their place and they wanted me to catch up. I frequently haven't allowed myself space or time to think and ruminate and figure out where I was in a situation. And I have often made myself wrong for needing more time and more space. And because it is true that we will often treat others as we treat ourselves, I have often been frustrated with others who have needed their own process when it didn't match mine. So this is a humbling place that we can go to. It's not about bad, good dichotomy, you know, where, where one is over here and another's over here. It's such a mixed bag to be a human. And this is more hidden perfectionism. You ever thought about that? This like rush to not give yourself a process and arrive at the answers. It's this strange, like subterfuge of the self pretending that we are about one thing when really we're holding expectations for the other, pretending that I'm cool with like, oh yes, here's the quick answer over here, when my reality is actually something different. Here's what I really want you listening to this to take away from this. You can have room. You are allowed to have space. You are allowed to have time. You are allowed to have a process. And anyone who holds that over your head as if you're going to lose out if you don't quickly join them wherever they are is asking you to betray yourself. And again, total transparency, acting out of my own fear or self-interest with my own comfort. I have totally pushed other people to betray themselves in this way. Like, why do you need more time to think about that? Can't you just come over here and like, let's have a da da Why do you, why'd you do it that way? Can't you come over here and do it my way? I imagine we all have. Most importantly of all, though, is that we do not betray ourselves, that we do not believe our own fear when it says that we'd better act quickly or else. You know, fear doesn't like taking time or going slowly. Fear kind of frantically searches to feel the ground beneath its feet, to cling to the nearest possible answers instead of letting the truest answers emerge and even ripen with time. That's what fear does, but we can choose something different. We can choose something different for ourselves. We can choose to be in process. We can choose to trust. We can choose to slow down and breathe and be patient. We can choose to believe fiercely that we are worth the time, that we are worth the pause, that we are worth the breath. Now, you're probably curious about what did end up happening with this particular story. And what emerged after enough time was that I became very clear that I was interested in clarity with this person. And it really surprised me the day that it just, you know, everything seemed to kind of align or fall into place or, or you know, parallel tracks merged, whatever image you want. It, it kind of surprised me. It was like it went from a very clear, I do not actually want to have a conversation with this person right now, to 
I'm really interested in clarity. I'm not interested in um, an attachment to something reparative. I'm not interested in, I'm really not interested in anything attached. I'm only interested in being clear for myself. And of course, when we got on the phone with one another, it like the conversation we ended up having, having confirmed everything that I needed to know about why I had felt for so long that I didn't want to have a conversation just yet, that I needed to just breathe and think. And this entire time that I hadn't wanted to have a conversation, by the way, this person had not been reaching out to me going, can we please talk? And I'd been blowing them off and giving them the silent treatment. I definitely think that if you know, your process is something that impacts other people, we all need to have integrity. We all need to communicate like, hey, I'm in a process right now. I need some space and here's when I can follow up. So it wasn't like a, a stonewalling, um, ghosting kind of a thing. Um, but we just had not talked and some time went by and I was glad that we had not talked while I gathered the time and the space for that process. And then one day, very, it seemed like out of nowhere, it was just, it didn't feel frantic. It didn't feel pushy. It just felt like I'd like to get clarity here. And even as I prepared to have this conversation that I anticipated could be difficult, I noticed that there was something in me that had already taken some steps to just really let go that the resolution was not about arriving somewhere specific with this person. It was just, I'm very curious about what it is they have to say. And maybe they'll have some interest in what I have to say. But all of that grasping, like if only we could talk to one another, we could fix it. And we need to like get together. And we need to, like any of those impulses were just, they were just gone. And I consider it to be, an incredibly successful conversation that we had because as soon as I got off the phone, I was just like, yeah, I'm done here. I know everything that I need to know. I can walk away feeling completely aligned, feeling completely in my own integrity, which certainly is not anything about I'm perfect, but just I felt in integrity. And let me tell you, I wouldn't trade that for anything. I wouldn't trade that for any nicey nice conversation for any perfectly executed steps of what you quote unquote should do in these situations. Really and truly, it all worked out perfectly because I allowed myself to have a process. And that's what I'd love for you to think about in your own life today. Where in your life are you trying to force a result instead of have a process? I see people do this with their businesses all the time with markers of success. Maybe you're not supposed to try to get anywhere right now. Maybe the only place you need to be is in a process. In all of your relationships, is there anywhere where you're trying to get them to come along to your process or they're trying to get you to come over to yours? How can you create some room for each of you to have your individual and unique processes in any place in your life where you're trying to hustle yourself over to an outcome, what if it's almost like this vision where the outcome that you desire is farther down the path? And what if you gave yourself room to be right here on the path instead of over there on the horizon? 
What if you gave yourself space to feel every single step that really comes between you and that distant point? And what if, because you gave yourself that space, you got everything you ever wanted and even some things that you didn't even know you needed so, so badly? All right, food for thought. That's today's episode. As always, so appreciate those of you who take just a quick second to pop over to iTunes reviews, Spotify reviews, anywhere you listen, give this podcast a rating. It's so appreciated because more people find out about the podcast, the more ratings I have. And you could consider it like a pay it forward for today. You can also reach me over at yourcourageouslife.com forward slash begin where you can get some courageous resources that are free and an entire library of them. In fact, I hang out on Instagram as Kate Courageous on Facebook as Your Courageous Life. And really, if you just search for Kate Courageous, you're going to find me all over the place. (laughs) I'm an internet dinosaur. I've been around for a while. Hope to see you on one of these spaces. And thanks so much, as always, for listening.